This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 223 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture to get more information about that today. Hello, Social Pack. I hope that you had a great 4th of July holiday week last week. And, you know, last week we focused on holidays and disasters so that you had enough workforce management, planning and forecasting in place to make sure you didn't have a disaster from a scheduling perspective. But then also just in case things were blowing up with your volume in the posts that were coming in, we had you some good information on how to handle disasters, especially if you've got a skeleton crew running. This week, we are focusing on creating your social care team. Why? Well, as some of you may have already heard, I have taken responsibility for creating a social customer care team for the Home Depot. That's right, and I'm so excited to do that. But as I'm thinking through my own strategy for creating this digital customer care team, I'm looking back through my own episodes to make sure that I am using all of the best data that's already out there for me. Hey, we got to use our resources, whether we already made them or whether somebody else has put them out there for us. And it occurred to me as I've having discussions with different people who are running digital customer care and social customer care teams that there are good episodes that are back there that we just need to revisit and make sure that even if you already have a social customer care team stood up, that your fundamentals and foundational principles and strategy are solid. And if you've got any opportunities, you can always go back. It's never too late to go back and just rejig your strategic vision, your focus and alignment from a base structural perspective. So that's what we're going to be talking about this week. I've curated different episodes that have to do with foundationally and fundamentally setting up a healthy social media customer care program. So kick those feet up on the desk, unless the boss is walking by and he doesn't want to see that. But kick those feet up on the desk, grab your cup of coffee or your refreshment of your choice, and have a listen to these episodes. Today's inspiration comes to us, as it did last Monday, from Peter Drucker, still very relevant since we are on part two of Frankie's nine favorite KPIs plus a bonus. Peter Drucker says, you can't manage what you don't measure. And the book of the day, as it was last Monday, is Winning at Social Customer Care by Dan Genghis. I think that he probably has one of the best chapters out there about measuring social media customer care. So I highly recommend that you grab that book. And remember, you can find links to all the books that I mentioned on the show at sociallysupportive.com slash resources. The links will take you directly to Amazon where you can pick up the book and then stick around because we'll talk about um, job openings and things at the end. All right, so let's get into it. 
Today's topic, as I said, is part two of Frankie's nine favorite KPIs plus a bonus. And if you missed the episode last week because it was Labor Day, go ahead and highly recommend that you listen to it again. But really quickly, number one, a key performance indicator basically is an indication that your business is on the right track and you're trending in the right direction for the goals that you have set in place. If you want to read a book about KPIs more in depth, David Parmenter has a book called Key Performance Indicators, Developing, Implementing, and Using Winning KPIs. And the KPIs that I mentioned last Monday were initial response time. How long does it take on average for agents to respond to the first post in a customer thread? Average handle time, meaning how long does it take on average to fully resolve an entire issue? And by issue, we mean ticket. Cost per transaction. How much does it cost you to have agents fully engaged and responding in social media? Resolution rate, meaning what percentage of time do you resolve your customers' issues? And escalation rate, what percentage of time do you have to escalate outside of the social media customer care channel in order to resolve an issue? All right, so let's talk about today's favorite key performance indicators. The first one we're going to talk about today is customer satisfaction. So if you're counting, first you had initial response time number one, average handle time number two, cost per transaction number three, resolution rate number four, escalation rate number five. We're now on number six, customer satisfaction. How satisfied are your customers? Are they super excited when they engage with you on Facebook or Twitter, or are they not happy about it at all? These are things that you want to know. The reason this matters is you want to be able to understand, and I recommend that you break it down by topic. You want to understand when people contact you, are they more or less satisfied on social media channels than they are when they call you on the telephone or contact you via support chat or SMS? And for what type of issues are they more or less satisfied? Maybe there's an opportunity for you to make something easier in the social channel or Maybe it's just not a really great place for you to engage on a particular topic or subject. Either way, whatever the answer is, you'll find out by measuring your customer satisfaction. Now, how do you do that? How you do that is by sending out surveys. And I recommend if you can, I know that there are Twitter surveys that can be sent out and you can find out how people feel specifically on Twitter. I highly recommend if you've got a tool that will let you do it, more and more tools are getting into this space where they can deliver more fully on this. I recommend that you survey not just on Twitter, but also survey every social channel. And when I say that you need to do that, need to do it automatically. There are some people who are using a third party tool and having agents manually push out survey requests. Your customer experience department really doesn't like this. And the reason is this, it can be very challenging for an agent to be consistent about sending out those surveys when they have to do it manually. And I don't think it's nefarious. I don't think that there's, you know, some necessarily some underlying desire to hide information. But what I do think is that if you have a great experience with a customer, you go, yay, that was so awesome. 
and then you remember to send them a survey. Conversely, if you have a poor experience, then you might be as an agent so frustrated and, you know, out of sorts after you've had a poor experience and, you know, you're trying to compose yourself, put yourself back together to handle the next customer fully. You may not remember to manually send out that survey. So whatever you can do, I recommend that you try to send out those surveys automatically. KPI number seven, net promoter score, NPS. There's a great book on NPS. If you're not familiar with it, the book by Fred Reicheld is called Answering the Ultimate Question 2.0. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Essentially what you're asking is there's one question that you ask, how likely are you to recommend our company? There's discussion either way nowadays how relevant this one question is. It used to be thought of as the one question every company should ask and the rest of your surveys weren't really that important. Now I recommend that you include this net promoter score question in your other customer satisfaction survey that you send out and just capture it separately so that you can watch your NPS score results go up and down and track why they may be going up and down. So that's number seven. Number eight is truck roll. Truck roll is a term that I used working in the cable television industry. When I say I, I don't mean that I invented it. Obviously, that was there way before I got to the cable television industry. Having to roll a truck refers to having to send a technician out to a customer's property to resolve an issue. We measured this because there was a cost associated with this. And why this needs to be measured is in any business where you could resolve an issue on the telephone, but are unable to, and then need to send a technician out to a customer's property. It doesn't even have to be a technician, could be an agent, could be maybe you run a cleaning service and a customer calls in and says, somebody forgot to clean my windows and you have to send someone back out. That's an additional expense to your company because it wasn't completed the first time. So you want to measure these costs You want to know how much does it cost every time you send someone out again to a customer's property so that you can track that. And the reason this matters is because you want this cost to be as low as possible. And you want to compare in the social customer care channel, what is your truck roll cost as compared to another channel like over the phone or through support chat? Are you able to more often or less often resolve issues without having to send someone back out to the customer's location. And that works for B2B or B2C. So have a think about truck roll and whether that's something that you should be measuring. All right, we've got two more KPIs that I want to talk to you about. The ninth KPI is cost to serve. Cost to serve is how much it costs to run your entire social customer care program. I can hear you saying some of you are saying, huh? Yes, We'll get into it further on a later episode, but essentially you take information from many of the KPIs that we've talked about before, smash it together, and it comes out the other end as an understanding of how much it costs to run your entire social customer care program. And the particular elements included would be how many tickets or issues do you tend to get over a certain period, day, week, month, however you're measuring? How long does it take you to fully resolve those tickets in that same time period? How many agents do you need to resolve that number of tickets over that time period? 
and how much do they get paid? And you roll all of that information together with your overhead costs. Fully loaded is how it's referred to sometimes. And like I said, we'll get into this a little bit deeper on later episodes, but this cost to serve metric is very important because that helps us understand whether your social customer care program is more or less expensive than your other channels. All right, now I promised you a bonus. And if we want to recap really fast, we've covered initial response time, average handle time, number two, cost per transaction is number three, resolution rate is number four, escalation rate is number five, customer satisfaction is number six, NPS, seven, number eight is truck roll, number nine is cost to serve. The bonus is not number 10 because it's still what I refer to as a unicorn, a mythical creature. Essentially, someone could figure this out all the way. This would show the full value of a social customer care program. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know of anybody yet who has fully figured this out. If they have, they haven't told me about it. I know one company is close. And again, I want to tell you that this is not my idea. I talk to a lot of different people who are really smart and doing a lot of great things out there. So I'm going to share it with you. It's cost to satisfy. And I love the way that that's referred. Cost to satisfy would essentially take the cost to serve customers, meaning your number nine, your cost to serve. But then it would also couple this with the benefits of the service. Well, what are the benefits you say? This would be how many customers do you gain because they're able to see your great customer service and how that is helping your customers and that attracts them to your brand? Or how many people were so frustrated that they were going to cancel your service, but because of the service that they received over social media, they decided to stay. So there's a retention benefit. How many people didn't have to call at all because since there are many interactions over social media that are public, they no longer had to call in and ask their question because their question was resolved just by seeing the answer that someone else got. Wow. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click on the picture for Craft Beer Club today to learn more. All right, there you have it, guys. That's another episode that will give you really strong foundational practices for creating your digital and social customer care team. Make sure you tune in next time so that you remain on the leading edge of strategy and technology for running your digital and social customer care teams. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 